0: You're listening to Permission to Shine, the podcast by Sharice Bisram. The Oxford Dictionary describes permission as the action of officially allowing someone to do a particular thing, consent, authorization. What if you were that someone and you gave yourself the permission to be everything you wanted to be and more? No more playing small and accepting less than. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, regardless of what it is that you've been through. And honestly, it's exactly what you've been through that has shaped you into the version of yourself that you are now. Like a diamond you've endured so much, but instead of breaking, you've become stronger and brighter. And if that's not a reason to shine, then I don't know what is. And if nature can do it, then why the hell can't you? You are brave, you are strong, you are powerful and you are enough. Hear my call and give yourself the permission to shine because you don't realize how many people are inspired by your light like share follow subscribe and listen out for more stay tuned hello everyone this is episode 20 i cannot believe we've got to 20 already how mental um, but i'm really excited to be joined today by erica and erica i mean it's lovely to have you but please tell the audience what you do who you are all the things
1: well awesome thank you so much for having me i appreciate it and i'm excited for your 20 um 20th i mean that's amazing you've been doing this and it's working so awesome um just a little bit about me i am a life coach i try to help people with self-love and self-worth so that i can try to get as much love back into the world as possible so that's my mission that's what i'm on a little bit about myself um i think we'll get into that in the episode
0: yeah, absolutely that. And and that's it. And I think that's where we connected because both of our ethos is about, you know, generating more love to give out to the world and beyond. And I think that's the biggest thing because I feel like a lot of people think, oh, people are doing the same thing or does that mean it's competition? No, it doesn't. It means that the vibration of what we're trying to achieve gets raised higher. It gets more encompassed and everyone just feels that energy of that. I think that there doesn't need to be just one person doing something, right? It, it I feel like that right. makes it Individualized, we're actually we're part of the oneness aren't we so I think that we're right. both working towards the same end goal which is so beautiful and I feel like that was something that we also touched upon when we had our little chat to begin with which I love and I feel like that's the the golden thread there so yes please tell us um you know how you got into this field of work and why it's important to you so maybe your story and how it all began
1: okay so um the coaching thing actually was thrown into my lap. It was not something that I looked for. I didn't know it was a thing. I what? I didn't even know that it was a career to pursue. So it kind of was dropped on me. But let's say, let me tell you a little bit of my backstory, to, so it maybe will make a little bit more sense. Um, I have someone of a strong belief, I'm a Christian, and um, I do believe that from the beginning, I've always been a little different. Um, meaning in the sense of, I feel like everybody's all a little different, but in the sense of like, I never really fit in with everybody. It was either um, they would call me bossy or that I thought I was better. And I just never understood because I would always just wanna be friends with people or have a good little community around me. And I just didn't understand why I was always being attacked. Now, 30 years later, it makes total sense of what was going on. But um, yeah, a little bit about me, my childhood was a little traumatic. Um, Didn't realize that until I was about probably 25 when I started questioning life and trying to get some answers of, why i am the way i am because the why is what really matters to people you know it's what drives you what's what you get your ambition from why you work so hard is because of that why so not understanding that why you're kind of just going through life blind so i'm i'm like i know in my heart i had this niche of wanting to help i just didn't understand how and how can i be the most effective to people so um trying to work through my own battles. I was forced into therapy because again, um, in the African American community asking for help or being in any type of therapy is like, what's wrong with you? Like you have a problem. Um, so it was real taboo. So to even have to do it, but I feel again, God was pushing me in ways that had to happen for me to get a better perspective on myself so that I can help. So, I was forced into therapy due to a court case, um, which I'll tell a little bit about that so it all makes total sense of how just the journey matters and how each thing goes. But so, traumatic upbringing, parents are divorced, mom made a lot of decisions that weren't amazing that in turn hurt her her children and gave us some issues that we needed to work out. not here to badger or make anybody feel bad because again we're all humans we make mistakes we're kind of learning as we go um but with those mistakes i was very i'm a very blunt person and straightforward and if i see something wrong regardless i, I at that point i wasn't thinking of whose feelings i'm hurting or how i'm gonna hurt i would just say it and be like this is wrong i'm not with it i need i need something right because i can feel it's wrong so That was a lot of my problems growing up is I had an attitude or was bitchy or however it would be, but it would more or less be I stood for what was right. And knew if something was wrong yeah I'm, i'm not for it and I, however, people want to get upset about it, it was just something that was a problem for me so taking that into my my adulthood, I was always very clear that. You know the things that i could pay attention to and i was aware of what my parents did wrong i wanted to make right for my child or my children moving forward um so i was a workaholic and due to that was the fact of needing reassurance that i was good enough and i did have something to contribute so That meant being at work all day, like a crazy person, overworking myself and never actually taking time for who I was. So I was in the corporate world working for a very prestigious doctor in Santa Monica for about 10 years, uh, like a crazy person there from 7 a.m. till 10 o'clock at night and uh, just crazy. Um, I get pregnant in a month before I have my son, he fires me because i wasn't going to be available as much as he needed so it was a very narcissistic relationship but i was drawn to it due to the fact of my abuse of being with a narcissistic mom and dad so it was comfortable but again not knowing so that's the thing is like i love my job because i can help people start to be aware of those those trauma bonds and why they're so connected and feel so in tuned with people when it could actually be harmful versus actually helping so fast forward the case needed me to go to therapy to get the case full so it was a forced thing no options around it couldn't talk myself out of it which in turn i thank god every day for it because it let me see things for what they truly are versus what my mind made up in in my mind um So that's where my healing process started and i would say that was about the age of 31 when my son was born and and just feeling so good to be able to drop those bricks was life-changing in itself and the more the bricks dropped the clearer i saw things things made more sense started putting puzzles together and i'm like oh life is actually a really good place to be when it starts feeling good you know because a lot of people go through life like "Hmm, life is miserable it's suffering it's just yeah if you stay there but if you start to heal yourself you actually get to enjoy all of the beautiful things that are here and so with the pandemic and everything so with the 10-year um thing it made me trigger my mind to say do not give yourself to someone else's dream and bury your own. Because at the drop of a dime, you could be let go and replaced. And no one even thinks about you, cares if your kid has insurance or food to eat. It's like, "Mm, that's not good enough. Goodbye. So at that point, it made me realize, be careful who you're being loyal to, because I, I can be loyal to a fault where I will be loyal to, I'm dragging and they're like, You know, it's like, let go. And I'm like, I can't, I I don't want to do anything wrong, but that will kill you. And at the end of the day, if you're not taking care of you, no one will. And you'll be left there hanging by a thread with nothing. So that dropped me down to a very low position where I was making a very good amount of money to nothing. But it also showed me how life is not about that how you are going to be fine, regardless of the situation that life puts you in and where you're going, everything's going to work out. So it ta- So like I said, the journey in itself teaches you everything. So there's never a point you can miss. Don't try to skip through it. You need it all to make you the person you need to be when you're in your purpose and doing your job. So in a nutshell, then COVID happened. I, um, didn't feel fulfilled at my new job that I was at. I was managing a water company in Nevada. Um, I knew my capabilities and I was only using 40% of it. So I was like, "Mm -mm, I don't feel good. I feel stressed out with not even producing what I can produce. So my sister was like, I think you would be a good life coach. And I was like, "Mm, no. Who wants to hear about me this broken old person like she doesn't i don't know anything to tell people and she's like no you give really good advice and you're very intuitive and compassionate and you can feel people and again back to the journey i can feel people the way i do because of the things i've been through and if i didn't have any of those things i couldn't understand how it feels to be on the other side so Yeah, I've been a life coach now for about four and a half years. I love it. Uh, Like I told you when we met, it's not like I'm going to be rich in this job, but I am rich in life because of the gifts it gives me, you know, so I am fulfilled. I love it. I want to just keep going and
0: touch as many people as I possibly can yes absolutely that and thank you so much i didn't want to interrupt you but i was nodding i was clicking i was like yes Yes. absolutely because i'm in that with you and the reason why i do this is for the same reasons you do you know that turbulent upbringing the constant setbacks and obstacles in the road that we've had to navigate through to get you there and you know that has been a journey in itself and so much of what you were saying you know like down down to being aggressive or like seen as like being too hard or like that person that's outspoken all the time that was me too because of trauma you know, and it's yeah. those things. And like you said, you know, it's all about the journey. Every single part of it is what makes you who you are, makes you unique and gives you those gifts, right? And I always yeah. thought that when I was younger and I was going through it all, I was like, there's got to be a reason for this. The universe, oh, yeah. God, they they wouldn't put you through this through for, for yeah. no reason. And I feel like now when I'm able to deliver to people and I just have that connection with someone, I I feel that so deeply with every part of me that, yeah, this is what it was all for. And that's such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? And I I love that you're in that space too, because that for me is what I call the alchemy, you know, the alchemizing of the pain that you experience into who you are now, like what I like to call the liquid gold, you know, it's these beautiful, beautiful things. And I love that, you know, in this work, and especially when it's integral, is that you're open and honest. Like, yeah, I went to therapy. I needed that. I needed to see that for myself. And the self awareness part, that is like my jam. It's like if you are not aware of yourself, your feelings, your emotions, you are just walking around like a zombie. You are just existing. Yeah. You have no idea how you're coming across to people or why you're yeah. accepting the things you are. You know, it's all these deep layered things that we are so passionate about right because we see the impact of what it feels like to not have that but also the significant difference it makes from knowing that and having those boundaries based on the respect you have for yourself because you have that awareness and I can't stress that enough I feel like in every episode I mention that at some point because that really is the key to a successful fulfilled life for me in whatever success looks like for anyone but um, I just want to sort of like as we progress through you know to the next stage of the episode I just kind of want to touch upon any like obstacles that you have faced continuously so like since you've done the work you know um, and you've moved on through your life now and you're in this successful space in your life we all go through seasons right emotionally we're right. all got always there's always ups and downs and would you say that there's any point in your life now that an old like thing comes back or it's like a repeat or there's something in your life that's a reminder and as we know as you heal it gets less and less but what is that one thing for you and how are you processing that so
1: I would have to say um most of my family have been pretty good with seeing the difference in me but I feel like they can't let who I was completely go so it's a constant oh here here comes the aggressive part of her again or the controlling part and I'm like that's that's not me anymore and why do you keep having that as my narrative what is your purpose of keep trying to put me in that box you know and I had to take a step back and realize that a lot of the times it's not about me it's about them and where they are and if they say that you're doing better then it's going to cause for them to have to do some mirror work and look at themselves so to keep me in the same place that I was feels better for them
0: I literally agree with you so much that is so much my life too and it's exactly that's their problem not a you problem isn't it and yeah people will only see you as as they are and I think that mm-hmm. is the key, isn't it, in that situation. But I think it just reinforces you why growth is important, doesn't it? You know, that yeah. thing is that, you know, uh, that was so spot on to like everything in my life. And there's certain people in my life that it will always be that, you know. And when yeah. it's family, you can't cut them out. So it's just, I mean, you can, you can cut people yeah. out if, if it really gets to that, that stage. But equally, it's like that compassion card isn't it it's understanding yeah. that actually that person doesn't have the capacity to understand you more because they'll never understand themselves more so it's just about you know small doses you know airs and graces mm-hmm. and boundaries. actually yeah in mm-hmm. boundaries you know you don't have to give too much of yourself away or prove yourself and that must yeah. have come up for you right in this game like for me that need to prove myself and be worthy and deserving now I don't yeah. I don't have to do that I already feel it so I'm good yeah. you know yeah but, the old version of me oh my gosh I would have told you to the cows come home how worthy and valid I was because I didn't believe it you know when you are you don't have to tell people right yeah exactly
1: yeah but I mean healed or not it still cuts because it's like you don't see but like you said when you know your worth and what you do and how you do it's the less of the explanation it's like okay Mm. I hear you have a good day yeah. yeah for
0: sure I, absolutely <laughs> I completely I'm on I'm with that with you um so what was your like your top tips like what's in your bag of tools that you like to to teach with or deliver with or you know part of your routine that's got you to where you are now like you know if you could list like three main things that you do that made a significant difference in your life the things you do daily something along those lines
1: so my three go to, and I give this to everybody on their first 30, free thirty minutes, just so they can see how significant these things will help. Is um, number one, do stop take stop thinking that taking care of yourself is selfish, because if you're not good and your cup is not full, just like your battery, if your battery on your phone is not a hundred percent, you can't do anything on it. It's dead. can't give it to nothing. You can't look up anything. You can't research. Same thing with the human. If you don't take care of yourself and have a full battery, you have nothing to give anybody that comes your way. Number two is I try to start them on a 21 day, 21, 28 day habit change of positive thinking. So down to very little things like my, my thing is coffee. If I take a sip of my coffee and I burn myself, I'll give myself the grace to be like okay you burned yourself you're okay, but then I automatically replace that negative with a positive to tell myself you you should be grateful to even have a coffee some people don't even have that option. So I tried to have them pay attention to how many negative thoughts that are going through their brain on a daily basis and continue just stop them and replace it with a positive because even healed, there's going to be life that throws things your way. But if you can see that in a better light and take a lesson from it, or what should I be learning from it, you handle problems better and your solutions come out better. And then my last thing is meditation. Meditating for me, it has been an extreme life change. I I cannot stress it the most. When people, I first get people, they're like, ah, meditation. Ah, yeah, I tried it. I said, yeah, But you need to be consistent. It's like a muscle. So you have to be on top of it and do it. And I'm telling you, once you're consistent and do it daily, I mean, even three to five minutes a day will change your entire world. And so some of them are like, oh, I can't do it. But then some of them come back just that next week. And it's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it's magic, like magic. So those are my three go tos. Um still to this day, I, it, you know, our brain is away, you know, and especially if I'm almost 40. So my brain has always had like a negative thought process. So to change it to the positive is taking time and it's always going to be something. So I always have to check in with myself and say, are you being more uplifting or and are you being a Debbie Downer? So just having those awarenesses really helps people be in a better mindset
0: yeah absolutely and i i'm like yes absolutely these are all of the things that i would say myself even down to like the cup full that is like i'm number one advocate for that because i live my life in martyr mode like you know doing everything for everyone and that's the trauma isn't it you know you feel like you've got to make up for the gaps that are in the in your life Mm -hmm. in other people's lives and it's it's all of that and and the self-reflection you know it's so important all of it and meditation i i now a point where i meditate twice a day because okay the fear of me being what I was before keeps me consistent that Mm. that is it and I and we talk about fear in a way often people are oh no you need to eradicate fear but you know there's polarity to everything so for me knowing that I do not want to feel the way I used to feel before and meditation is so peaceful and a release to so much in my life that it's just necessary you know first thing in the morning yep. and last thing at night it just sets me up and in fact that I would say this year's been a real roller coaster for me emotionally energetically it's been a lot of things that have happened you know in my personal life in um to do with other people actually that I I love and I care about. And obviously, in the work that we do, you know, you want to help as much as you can, but within reason. And I think um, in that space, you know, my tools and practices have saved me, you know, kept me level headed, kept me embracing my emotions, which is something I never used to do, you know, I bottled it all up, and I'd be angry. Whereas, you know, this consistent practice of, you know, releasing, checking in, being mindful, all of these things are so necessary that I can't sing it enough that you know your life will change drastically in that time you know even down to this week especially every morning i wake up as soon as i open my eyes i'm like today's gonna to be an incredible day and it has been yeah. every single day you know nice. and it's because i set that tone every day yeah. and i've always been mindful of that like oh i've got this to do today or you know this is going to go well but you know to be very specific and say to the universe or god or whoever it is that you speak to you know that today's gonna be an incredible day and Mm -hmm. I said yeah at the start of the week I was really clear on this is what's going to happen and for me I feel like the weather really affects my mood as well so when the sun's out I'm thriving but what I now do as well is I imagine myself as a solar panel because I live in the UK obviously the weather's up and down and I just soak up the sun and I'm like this is going to carry me through the days that aren't as bright and then I've got it to tap into but yeah, I guess both of us really were just saying that the more you understand yourself and you treat yourself as that priority, everyone else is going to benefit from that. Yeah. And that is the beautiful mm-hmm. thing, isn't it, about life is that yeah. you know, I think a lot of coaches and mentors speak about it's like the oxygen mask thing, isn't it? You have to make sure your masks on first before that was a hard you one for someone me. else. Yeah. 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 And it was for me too. Yeah. I think um mm-hmm. that sacrifice is something that you become so integral to who you are and you feel validated by it and that's the toxic part of that isn't it it's the validation you get from being Mm -hmm. that one that's always available always there to support everyone Mm -hmm. and then people are upset when you're not there anymore and that's a shift isn't Mm -hmm. it that's the transition Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't change any of what happens in my life and all of the journey I've done to get here and the people that I've lost along the way it's been sad but not as sad as it would have been if I stayed the same person you know and that's the crystal clear part of all of this isn't it is that we're in this space together and yeah I mean I guess on that when would you say was like the real iconic moment in your life where you gave yourself the permission to be the version of yourself now like what was that iconic moment you know when we all have that that time where like I'm not going to do this anymore I'm not going to feel like this anymore when was it for you so it's funny that you use the mask because um
1: When my son was first born, it was all about my son. I need to be good for him. I need to do this for him, but it was him, 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 him. We, he was probably about six months to eight months old and we get on a flight and the flight attendant comes to my seat and she says, if anything happens, make sure you put your oxygen mask on first and then your baby. And I was like, wait, what? no like i'm gonna make sure my little boy is okay and then me and she goes ma'am if you pass out then who's gonna take care of him and so that duration of the flight i that's that sunk into me so deeply that it made me think like okay okay if i am sad depressed postpartum just not in a good mood, how good of a mom can I be for him? Really? How I can pretend, but the thing about kids are you can smile, but they know what your heart feels like. They have such a good intuitive intuition with you that it's like they're, you you're them for a very small period of time because they just came out of your womb. Like he was me, you know, and your kids can feel that. So you can walk around smiling and laughing all you want when your heart is bleeding and you're sad, your kids feel your energy and that's how they respond. So my son would be crying a lot, very whiny, never understood why. And it was because of my internal energy of not being good for me to give that to him. So that's when it was a very, I didn't make everything right away, but it was like the aha, like, okay, Erica, don't say you wanna do something. You actually intentionally need to make some changes for yourself and then in tune you can be better for him like you said the brighter your light shines the brighter you are for other people and that's what i give my clients i said you know there is a big responsibility that comes with this and if you're not willing to do it then you my program's probably not the one for you but my thing is is the healthier you get the more people you need to touch and be shining for. That's your job after leaving my program is I would like you to touch so that it can just spread like a light. You know how you could touch it and the next person's light turns on and then it just, you know, that's what my vision is, is for my healing is I'm going to help you and I'm going to leave you a lot healthier than you were prior to coming. But then I need you to touch as many people as you possibly can on your way out
0: yeah absolutely that's so beautiful how you've used that and how we both use the term light you know shining your light as an analogy is beautiful there's been lots of actually synchronicities in the words that we use and I think it's not from any rhetoric we've heard it's just from our soul right Mm -hmm. and and I think that's the most beautiful thing but thank you for sharing that story about your son and that understanding because I think that's so spot on And there'll be a lot of parents that are listening to this thinking the same thing you know that um They've, you know, oh my gosh, it's my son. But I always say that to everyone, you know, you can't, especially with the kids. You know, I've seen that firsthand in my own family about how the babies are so responsive to the mother's energy. And um, I even I had a reading done, and they said to me, "You were born into trauma." And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I didn't clock it. And now when I think back, I'm like yeah I I probably was now I was always a happy baby but you know it was turbulent in my in my life but even seeing it again later as an adult in my family I just think I've always said that I'm always like the babies can feel your energy and that's such the spot-on analogy for everything we speak about is the fact that this is the core of it you know you are the center of your universe and how you feel about you is dictated in everything and everyone around you and like you said you know If your light can shine out onto your clients and then their light shines out onto them and i say that in my talks all the time it's like if everyone in this room was shining and we kept expanding that light how much of a better place would this world be and that just summarizes us right where we're at right now in life and why it's so important and all of those amazing things so yeah absolutely no thank you for for all of those analogies as well and you know just sharing your life in in this space as well Um, I always like to kind of like round off or summarize in the episode um, a bit of a soul-to-soul message so whether it's like a message to your younger self or whether it's just aligning with whoever's listening and you feel like they need to hear this right now could be like a message from spirit or whatever that wants to come through you and it's my soul-to-soul segment so is there anything right now that you feel like for someone listening that's going through a hard time or not sure, or you know whatever, what would your advice or words be to them?
1: Um, I would say that my advice to anybody that needs anything at this point is um, really take the time to set aside everything else, everyone's cares and worries, and really find you because Mm -hmm. the true happiness comes within. It's not Mm -hmm. you helping everybody, it's not a spouse or a child, it's nothing. That is, you have it in you. So all I'm asking for you to do is try to find that happiness for yourself, that self-awareness, so that you can just start feeling better and then everything else kind of will roll up and make you wanna be better in every other aspect of your life. So just try to do a little bit of soul searching and digging and find out who that true
0: self is, own it and love it. Absolutely, thank you. That's so beautiful and so spot on really, you know and you used the term selfish earlier which I've used a few times you know we're just so taught that it should be about sacrifice it should be about going above and beyond for everyone else but like you said if if you pass out who's looking after everyone else around you who's looking after your kids your dog or even you know just you want to achieve the things you want to do in your life you know if you're not looking after yourself everything suffers absolutely everything you know Um, so yeah thank you for just all of that and yeah do you want to tell us a little bit about you know what you're working at the moment how can people connect with you or work with you you know what what is that you've got going on
1: so I do offer a free 30 minute um, little session to everybody it's not extensive and you're not going to get a lot from it but even if you can't afford anything else or whatever that can help you get on a little bit of a journey because i do try to get dig a little bit Um, clearly that's not enough time to get through people's trauma and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but like those tools i gave um, i can give a little bit more of an individualized tools that may work Um, as far as any books or anything like that i don't have any of that my my main focus is touching as many souls as possible
0: yeah amazing point. thank you and uh your socials they can just and your website will put in the description you know like yeah. if mm-hmm. a- anything anyone wants to connect with I was going to ask you Erica um I don't know if you're into astrology or not but what is your star sign my star sign yeah I
1: don't know what, when what is, is your that birthday
0: mean? when's your birthday um, April 19th so you might be a Taurus. I'm then. an
1: Aries. 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 Aries, you're Aries.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. Aries. fire sign. Yeah, I just wondered because sometimes when I connect with people, I wonder if they're a fire sign or the same sign as me because we have this passion and I think fire mm-hmm. signs especially have this burning passion for whatever it is they're doing and I think you had that very clearly and it's always like we've lived very similar lives in different parts of the yeah, world and different timelines yeah. and, but I think it's yeah. like um there's a thing about soul families, you know, and I feel like people Mm -hmm. that I've been connecting with on my podcast, especially I'm like, this is so weird that we've just, you know, like there's (laughs) there's like weird transitions. I'm like, how do we connect like this? But I love that because I think this Mm -hmm. is what the universe is doing for us or God, you know, is, is that, um, connecting us so we can shine That's our light how you yeah, yeah absolutely and mm. I love that so much so it's been really a beautiful honor to speak with you and just you know Same gain here. and share share our light together really you know and illuminate whoever's listening really which is yeah. the aim of the podcast which I love um but yes thank you so much for joining me and um absolutely. I feel like it was really succinct today I feel like you were so articulate yeah. in what you needed to say you shared your story it was like yeah we got it all in there yeah. it's ready you were yeah. like yeah I'm, I'm, let's <laughs> Let's go. But, um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening to this episode this week. And, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a great week. And thank you, Erica, for joining. Thank you so much for having me. Sharice Bizram, Inner Power Activation Leader for Women. If you are ready to up-level, to elevate, to ignite your inner flame, to burn everything you once were, to trailblaze into your future, into all of your manifestations and more, then head to my website to book a free 30 minute alignment call. I have one-to-one containers available for 90 days and 180 days. I also have an online program for six weeks. It's a group program for women called Permission to Shine. That's also available as a self-study as well. I have a journal available on Etsy as well as worksheets. There's multiple ways to work with me and I'm here to help you. You deserve to shine to be the most amazing, most confident, fearless version of yourself. What are you waiting for?